When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Easy. Oh, that's a uh, silence, oh. I think. Let's go to the uh, hotline and welcome Nick Pope to the show. Nick has a new new documentary out called Indistinguishable from Magic. Nick is the uh, a journalist who was employed by the British government to do research on UFOs. Nick, how are you, sir? Hey, good morning. Thank you. Um, good, thanks, and good to be on the show. Can you? Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Can you explain to me how it is that the government comes to you and says the British government that is and says we uh, like was it because of a bunch of sightings that they said finally said hey we can't ignore this anymore we got to look into this. Had a UFO program since 1953, so it was something that dated back many, many years. And I was a career civil servant in the Ministry of Defense, and in 1991, I was just posted into that job as part of another round of, of um, assignments. Chaired, just okay. yeah, absolutely. Okay. And what do you? What did you learn? Anything that would be super surprising to us, or kind of like what we all know? We all believe. There's something there, but we really don't know what it is. Uh, that was pretty much it. I think I had this misperception that these things were just seen by crazy people and that there was no compelling evidence. So I was surprised to find out, for example, that our own pilots saw these things and that radar operators tracked them and that speeds and maneuvers were recorded on, on radar and visually excessive, excessive to anything that we had. So it, it was a real wake-up call. And what, and what what is the closest we've come to actually having communication with something that we consider a UFO? Well, I suppose it's maybe it's these three recent videos that I, I think a lot of people have seen, declassified Department of Defense videos here in the U.S. of right. U.S. Navy jets chasing these things. And we, the U.S. Navy have said recently that they are updating their guidance to pilots about this. And we know that in Congress, the Armed Services Committee, the Homeland Security Committee, and the Intelligence Committee are all looking at this. And various senators have said in the past few days, yes, they've received classified briefings. So things are really changing on this. Do you, do you, uh, I watched the uh, Bob Lazar documentary. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I, I know the story of Bob, and it's it's a weird and intriguing one, for sure. I'll tell you, for, for as interesting of a story as it is, it's a very boring documentary, but Bob worked uh, at Area 51 and uh, claims to have never seen any aliens or anything, but was what was there to uh, to to take the science and technology that they, that they had from uh, UFOs and learn about it, and they had to deconstruct it and rebuild it and learn how to use it here. Do you think we've actually done that, or do you think that, that he's full of garbage? Well, I, I don't know about him personally, but I, what I can say from my government experience is that if we ever did recover a UFO, that is exactly what we would do. Sure. I, I think technology acquisition gets to the heart of why governments are interested in this. The nation on Earth that first acquires this technology is going to be the dominant force on the planet for the foreseeable future, politically, militarily, economically.
when when a new president takes over, and and what, I I don't think it was the Lazar documentary. It was one of the other ones I watched. Uh, they said when a new president takes over, he I we always say, hey, if I was president, the first thing I would do is go tell me where the aliens are, tell me about Kennedy. But uh, they said that the the NSA would not act, would not grant the president access to that information because he is a technically a a short term employee. He's only there for four, maybe eight years. Why would they turn all the records over to him? But then Donald Trump got in there, and shortly after he was in office, he said. We're going to start the space program, the, uh, the space, space, force. space force. And do you think that that's because he learned some information that was, that was declassified to him that he said, holy crap, we better be prepared for this? It could be. I, I mean, I guess people said the same about Reagan when he launched his Star Wars initiative. And then he did that very famous speech at the United Nations where he said, I occasionally think how quickly we set aside our differences if we faced an alien threat from beyond the world. I'm not one of these people who thinks the president wouldn't be told. The president, in capacity as commander-in-chief, would have to be told about any clear and present danger to the United States or any potential danger on that scale. And let's, let's not make any mistake about it. If we are dealing with extraterrestrials, the technology wouldn't just be 100 years ahead of us. It, it would be millions. And, and that's where I get the, the, quote, indistinguishable from magic from in the film. That's what the technology would be like. In a universe nearly 14 billion years old, we might find civilizations millions of years ahead of us. And what would that tech look like? Yeah, by the way, the uh, the uh, documentary from Nick, Indistinguishable from Magic, is available uh, on iTunes and Amazon, and I'm looking forward to this because I asked uh, Dr. Kaku, we had him on the air one time, and I said, why is it that we always assume in movies when aliens come here uh, to this planet, they're going to be so far advanced scientifically, and he explained it to my feeble mind by saying if they were able to get here, that means they're able to travel at light speed, which we haven't been able to do yet, and that already means that they're more intelligent than we are. How far are we from actually being able to do that? a long way. Even our fastest spaceships ever constructed, if, if they were pointed directly at the nearest star aside from our sun, it would take about 70,000 years Jeez. to get there. <laughs> so, you know, we've sent people to the moon, we've, we've sent probes to Mars and just to the edge of our solar system. But these are tiny baby steps. Interstellar travel, Michio Kaku is absolutely right. The technology is orders of magnitude beyond anything we have. This is, I, I'll tell you, the sad thing about, uh, as I get older, about facing uh, death, a certain death one day, is that I'll die without ever probably knowing. I'm 47 years old. If I make it to my 70s or even the 80s, I'll probably die without ever having a solid confirmation that there is, in fact, life out there. Even though I am deep in my heart, we, we know there has to be. Well, I think it might come sooner rather than later. Some of the science is really progressing quickly, and, and radio telescopes in particular. We might not get to meet them for a while, but it might help us pick up signals and messages that would at least answer that question in a sort of yes-no way and show us that there are other civilizations out there, even if we can't get to them for the time being. I sure would love that. I I, I love. Um, I know that if they come here, it's probably not good for us. Uh, but the idea of waking up one morning and going outside and seeing a ship parked above the planet would be exhilarating. That would be great. 
great, although, as Stephen Hawking said, it might be like when Columbus met the Native Americans, only this time we'd all be the Native Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Nick Pope, who is on. The documentary is called Indistinguishable from Magic. Uh, if you love this kind of stuff, we talk about it a lot on this show. The documentary is available on iTunes and Amazon. And uh, you are warning against these idiots who are... I'd say joking about storming Area 51. What claims to be a million people signed will probably be 30 stoners. Could be, but they'll put themselves in danger if they turn up. I mean, at any military installation, if you try and storm it, it says the use of lethal force authorized. Plus, this is a brutal and unforgiving part of the country. It's desert. People won't take enough water. There are rattlesnakes. This is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, they can also just leave you in a hole, and most people are probably going to never know where you are. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's remote, desolate, and unforgiving. Uh, ABC News, I want to say, I think it was Peter Jennings, did a, a long primetime documentary or, or investigative report on UFOs and what we really knew, and Art Bell was on. And Art Bell is explaining the first encounter he had with with an alien ship, and he was in New Mexico, and he was in a car with his wife, and uh, a ship appeared above him, and it was triangular shape. And I just think he saw the stealth bomber before it was really uh, made public, and that's what is at Area Fifty One. I think Area Fifty One is probably just a lot of hype, don't you? Yeah. It, it- where the U.S. has developed and test-flown the next generation of, of U.S. aircraft. And aviation technology probably runs, depending on who you ask, 10, 20, maybe 30 years ahead of what's publicly declared. So a lot of this, yes, absolutely, is going to turn out to be U.S. next-generation aircraft, missiles, and drones. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we've uh, got anything in Area 51 other than things that we built and are trying to keep quiet. So all you stoners that were planning on going out there in September, chill out a little bit. Yeah, good uh, luck. Uh, this weekend, uh, get yourself to Amazon or iTunes and get Indistinguishable from Magic, Nick Pope, his documentary. Go there. Anybody who's interested in this stuff from a, a, a real point of view, from somebody who's been there and researched it, I uh, look forward to checking it out, sir. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.